You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour et bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. My accent is French if it's the first time you visit the show. And I talk about love, I talk romance, you know, we talk joy of life. And the purpose of this show really is not to just do like me, but to do much better than me in your love life and, and avoid all the mistakes that I've done. Just to start with a little tip. I just read that, that uh, if you want a healthier, better relationship, just one simple thing you can do every day, just ask your partner, how can I make you day better? Just that. And that shows, you know, that you're interested, that you want to help them, and they're going to say, oh, that's sweet, because it is, right? I would like to hear that if I was in a relationship. How can I make you day better? I have a long list, by the way. <laughs> anyway, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous, the heartbeat of The Rendezvous, the sound of those romantic and love stories that you share with me every night. Sylvia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. I've got a really romantic story happening to me right now in my real life, and I would love to share it with you. Oh, good. Please. Uh, you know, I love... fan of the show. Yes. Love to hear everyone's stories, and so happy to have my own to share right now. So, Go ahead. Basically, I had a great friend in my early 20s, and uh, we spent a lot of time together. Always felt a really strong connection with him, mm-hmm. um, but was just kind of nervous to pursue it. He was actually seeing someone that I knew kind of well, and... Mm. I, I just didn't really know how to approach it, but whenever I was around him, I just felt this undeniable chemistry, mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard from him for a really long time. Um, <laughs> Ten years later, he actually saw like a small appearance that I had done um, just randomly on television, mm-hmm. and while he was on a work trip, and he decided that he was going to send me a message on Facebook, and over talking on the phone and on FaceTime and things like that. Like, I just feel like I could really see this going somewhere. And it turns out, you know, he he's living across the country from me right now. But right. Um, we're planning a trip for him to come here soon. And um, just all these great plans. And even though he hasn't gotten here yet, I just have so much hope that I see. this could be something that's meant to be. Yeah, I think it is something that is meant to be. It's hard to avoid to lose the one that got away, right? So that's what I love mm-hmm. about your story is that, you know, it could have been the one that got away, but it's like the universe, the stars, or you were on television, he saw you, and then, bing, it happens again. This is why we have to dare in life and not have regrets by, you know, sometimes not reaching out. And that's why I think your story is extremely romantic because he reached out, you were thinking about him, and then something happened, and the universe put the two together. So thank you for sharing that So It's an inspiring for us all to reach out every time we have this feeling, which is rare. But when we do, we have to reach out and take a chance. I'm glad you said that because, you know, I, I've been telling my friends, I feel that timing is everything. It's all about that. Maybe I wasn't ready before, but the universe brought this back around because this is the right timing. Absolutely. I mean, timing and love, they go together. Thank you so much, Sylvia, for sharing that story. And good luck to you guys. That's most important. Good luck and everything goes well. Thank you so much, Simon. Yes. Have a good night. You too. That just reminded me that I have one that got away. So I'm going to tell you that story next on The Rendezvous. Do you have one that got away in your heart? You're listening to The Rendezvous. I have one. I have a story. Long time ago, I fell in love with a lovely, blonde, green-eyed woman. We were in the same school in Paris, and she was in the same class. And I fell in love, and she fell in love with me. But I made a mistake. I, um, a year after we'd been together and all that, I went to the south of France and the south of France is wild and I, I cheated on her. That's the truth. Okay. This, let's not beat around the bush. 
and she never spoke to me ever again. And I still think of her, and I even sent her a card six years ago. She never answered back. So there is a lesson I've learned from this story, and also I realized lately that I'm not the only one that has one that got away. So that's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm talking about the one that got away from me in my life. What a sweetheart. What a mistake I've made. Uh, And apparently, actually, I'm not the only one who has one that got away. I just found out that 70% of us here in America has one that got away that you think about. So think maybe you're part of the 70%. Maybe you have one like I have that, you know, something happened and you still think about her or him. And the lesson of this and that I've learned the hard way is that, you know, we fall in love only a number of times in life. And then what I did, I screwed up totally because I cheated on Sabine year in and she never spoke to me ever again and can i tell you the truth i still miss her and i still think of her at least five or six times a year and that's more than 30 years later on that's how powerful love can be so don't do like me do better than me never cheat you call that next 855-905-8255 simon marcel thank you for joining the rendezvous when you have a question 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Janelle. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. What is going on? How can I help you, Janelle? <sighs> so, um, I recently made a very big change in my life, and I was accepted into a physician assistant school up in Tallahassee. Um, mm-hmm. and my boyfriend and I are originally from Miami, and we just moved to Tallahassee, and it's on top of the fact that it's a very intensive program, and I'm not able to give him all the attention that I should, um, you know, we're in a different city. We don't have the same friends and he's just been, you could tell he's depressed and he's kind of out of it. And I just don't know what to do if I should make things better or I'm, I'm not sure, but I, so, I think my heart wants to stay in it. We've been together five years. Okay. What does he do all day? He has a job. What, what is he doing? So he has a job and he has a manager position. So it's very demanding, but that's pretty much it. And I don't have much time to like do laundry and cook. So thankfully he's been, Helping me with that. So you would say he's a good boyfriend, supportive, but he's feeling anxious and lonely in Tallahassee because you're so busy, right? Yes, yes. And and I can tell he's getting depressed and he's gained a couple pounds and he's just not as happy as he used to be. I'm sorry to hear this. Okay, so you got to find little ways to make him feel better, right? Because if I was him, I would resent a little bit the fact that, you know, I love you, but I'm bored stiff in Tallahassee. I had a great life in Miami. So you got to like, make him feel your gratitude that he's here, right? Just like, right. let's just think about, reverse it. If you were moved to a small city from a big city yourself or your boyfriend and you did it for him, you would want to feel that you appreciate it. So I think you should appreciate a little more what he's done for you and what he's doing. And then you charm him. All of this will go a long way to make him feel like you're so happy he's here with you. That's what he needs to feel. You're so happy he is with you and you appreciate him and his effort to stand by you in a town that is not as fun as Miami and it will be better days, okay? Yeah, okay, I appreciate it because I really, I'm so grateful for everything he does but it's just, I'm so busy and I'm so stressed out and I wish you would understand that but you're right, I do have to take more time to... Just to show you appreciation, gratitudes and being grateful goes a long way in tough times in relationships. So just say it out loud. Write it down and do things for him a little bit. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anytime. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye, Janelle. Bye. You emails are next on The Rendezvous.
Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When you have a question you can't call me, email it to me, therendezvousshow.com. Bonjour, Trisha. You have something for me? I do. I have a listener email, and this is from Brian. Okay. He says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brian. I'm dating this girl, and she's beautiful, smart, funny. Basically, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. The problem is she won't post any photos of us or me on her social media. She even untagged herself in a picture I put up of the two of us. I asked her why, and she said it was because of her crazy, jealous ex. She says he'll go crazy if he sees her with someone else. But if it's her ex, why would she care? I'm thinking about telling her that either she posts pictures of us together because we are in a relationship or we're done. What do you think? What you want to know is what does it mean if your partner won't post any picture of you on their social media? In the name of a crazy ex. That's next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, bonjour. So if you're in a relationship that's going really well, like Brian who sent me this email, but your partner won't post any picture of you guys on social media, what does that mean? And how do you feel about this? So here's the thing. As a guy, if I'm in love with a girl... After a while, and I start posting picture of us, and she never posts any picture of us, then there is an unbalance. Like I feel like maybe I love her more than her, or maybe she has some another reason for that, right? So when it's not equilibrium, Houston, we have a problem. In that case, she says that her ex is crazy and jealous, and that's why she doesn't post. Would you believe that if it was your partner telling you that? I'll tell you what I would do next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. By the way, if it's the first time you hear my show, the accent is straight from Paris, France. Anyway, we're talking about the situation if you are in a relationship and you really like the person and your partner won't post any pictures of you guys because the partner says that there's a crazy ex, jealous crazy ex, right? First of all, immediately when one starts posting pictures about you guys and the other do not, there's a, the equilibrium fails. So that's a problem. You should talk together about what you want to post together. So it's like cool with both of you. And then I would feel weird if I was the boyfriend and my girlfriend didn't want to post anything about us. And I would. I would feel like something is off. And if she told me, hey, Simon, it's because I have a crazy, jealous ex, I would say, okay, I want to hear about it. Because let's be real. It can either be an excuse because she's still attached to that ex and she just made him crazy jealous so she can keep not you know, showing she has another relationship, maybe communicate with him, not upset him. That could happen. But I'm going to give her also the benefit of the doubt because maybe you also had a crazy ex. I've had crazy exes, not many, but a few, where I would have done the same thing, protect the peace. And some people, when you break up with them, it takes a while for them to calm down. And some are really crazy and might even show up at your work, at your uh, house, or wherever you hang out. And life is too short to provoke that. So if I was Brian and my girlfriend would say, hey, I just can't post about us because I have a crazy ex, I would give her the benefit of the doubt if the story that she would tell me about it sounded true, honest, and made sense. And I would like to see maybe a message that he sent that shows that he's crazy. Something that collaborates the fact that the guy's nuts. Because I want my girlfriend to be safe. I don't want her to be harassed. And I can do without the social media posting if I know it's for her well-being. So that's my take on this. You know, when there's a crazy ex, if it's true, 
yeah, watch out and take the time to slowly fade away. Safety first, always. Talking of crazy ex, I, I gotta share this story. I haven't shared that in a long, long time. I had a girlfriend. I mean, she dated somebody real wacko. Like, just wait to hear my story. And that's next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm going to share a story I haven't shared in a long, long time. True story. I dated a girl maybe 12 years ago. Lovely, lovely woman. And I met her. She was working in the shop. We started just talk. And I would go back to the shop and then, you know, just find any reason to go to that shop, <laughs> really. She was selling posters and stuff like that. I love French posters. So that was a big discussion. She loved France. And, you know, I was I was really interested in her. So the whole thing made me come and come and come back. Anyway, you know, and then finally she said, yeah, let's go to dinner. And uh, we went to dinner. One dinner went to a second dinner. And then, you know, a little French kiss. And then more than that. And everything was going smoothly, really. I couldn't tell anything was, you know, wrong, really. It was just a month in or six weeks in, until one day, as I was walking into my building, a man out of the blue showed up and he said, Simon, this is not about you. Give me a second. You want to know what happened next? Stay with me. You're listening to The Rendezvous. So remember, I met this girl. She was working in a shop selling posters. I got an like, enchanted feeling for her. I was like, we kissed, we went out to dinner, we talked about French posters and all. One day, as I was working back to my condo, a guy out of nowhere really shows up and I can feel like I feel creepy, something creepy happened. He looks at me and says, hey, Simon, give me one second. I have to talk to her. And I said to myself, how does he know my name? And who is that crazy dude showing up at my condo, right? Then he takes her bag and he empties her handbag on the sidewalk looking for something desperately. All this in like 10, 15 seconds. Says something to her ear and then walk out. And then I said who is this guy? And you know what she said to me? It's my crazy ex-boyfriend. And I said, what was he looking for in the bag? The ring he gave me because we're still engaged. So you can imagine my surprise and how when I said there are crazy exes, I mean it. You got to watch out. Anyway, back to you calls, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. When you have a question about your relationship... You call me. Bonjour, Maura. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is going on? Okay, I have a very important question that is torturing me right now. I was wondering if you think that it's possible to be in love with two people at the same time. So tell me before I answer, are you in that situation? Yes. I started dating this one man who was really wonderful, and because of his work situation, he was forced to move away. So we broke it off, and I started dating another man who is wonderful, but now the first man it looks like he can move back, and now I don't know what to do because I really love both people, and they're both wonderful. I feel like I love them, and I, I don't know what to do in my situation. So I don't believe we can love two people. You, you cannot be in love with two people. So for me to answer, I need your answer on this one. Do you think you're in love with one? You know, currently, the person that I'm with, he is amazing, and I feel like I'm in love with him. But the first guy is also such a wonderful person, and I obsessed about him for so long. So I can't tell if it's just my mind going back to that pattern okay, so, or if it's love. So it's going to be easy to answer. Visualize one and visualize the other. Which one gives you butterfly? 
this is what is so hard. And I can't tell if I'm just obsessing about each one or I think butterflies, Simon, I think with the one that I'm with right now, I think so. That's the one. All right. So the other one is an obsession and a past, but this one is today. I didn't make the answer. You answer. When you feel the butterfly flying in your stomach, that's when there is the spark of love. So, Mora, you stick with him. I think you can't be in love with two people. You can love two people, but that one you're in love with. So I would stick with him. That's just me. You decide. (sighs) Okay. All right? When you don't know, listen to your intuition. And that's where the butterfly shows up, okay? Okay, good advice. Well, anytime. Good luck to you, and uh, I wish you well. Thank you. Have a good night. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Thank you so much. Listen, I said, and I'm so glad and grateful to you for spending your evening and late evening with me. I know it's late. You've had a long day. Maybe you're still at work like me. And I'm all excited. My team is excited to uh, talk to you every night, listen to your uh, phone calls, your love stories. I love them. I love the questions. And and just a quick reminder, if you love The Rendezvous, you're going to love this podcast that I do called La Confession. Have you heard it before? Have you heard this unique podcast where the truth always comes out about relationship? To find it, you just go Our Heart Radio app on your phone, on your computer, and then you type La, L.A., Confession. And there's a lot of episodes. The last one I just did was, should you tell your friend if they're being cheated on or mind your own business, question mark. So... Just check it out, La Confession on a Heart Radio. Until then, email me at therendezvousshow.com. Leave me a message at 855-905-8255. I'll be back tomorrow night. Have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.